get off the sidelines. Time to get in the game. Summer is right around the corner, and what is everybody stressing about? Yeah, they're stressing about looking good at the beach. A common thing that I'm always hearing from people, and this is the actually the most common question I get in practice. It doesn't matter if you know we can help people with you know things like diabetes and uh, you know stage four cancers and you know neurodegenerative diseases. It doesn't matter if you know we're, we've been treating people with all of those things. The number one question that I get is, Doc, how do I lose weight? The number one question, right? And, you know, rightly so. People are concerned about their aesthetics. They're concerned about their health. I mean, you look at the rising rates of overweight and obesity worldwide. I mean, it used to just be in the United States. Now it's worldwide. It is a growing epidemic. And the weight loss industry is a billion dollar or billions of dollars. I mean, billions of dollars people spend every year trying to lose weight. Now, this episode is all about why you've been struggling with weight loss. And I'm going to give you the top three reasons why you've been struggling with weight loss and what you need to do about it. So these are the top three things that I see that people, this is why they're struggling. So Again, if this is your first time listening, welcome. Um, I, I try to give you guys the best tidbits and understandable, actionable health tips. And if you guys can take something away from this and utilize it and change the course of your health, that is the goal of what we're trying to do. So if this is your first time listening, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Let's just jump right into the first reason why you've been struggling with weight loss. All right, number one is it's because you've been obsessing about weight and caloric intake. This is the number one thing that I see people really mess up about. And when they use, when you use the wrong type of metrics, you are going to take the wrong course of actions. So when we look at weight loss, you have to understand the reasons why your body's gaining weight in the first place. And unfortunately, we've been told this lie about, hey, if you just decrease the amount of calories you're taking in and you increase the amount of calories that you're burning, you're going to be all right and you're going to burn fat and you're going to decrease weight because that's what everybody wants, right? They want that weight loss. So, what what you got to be doing, and this is this is a thing that I tell all my patients, and this is a thing that they hate to hear, is you got to throw away that scale, all right? Because the scale is, if you're using that as your metric, you're not going to be able to really get any useful information. And then if you're counting calories, you're not getting any other useful information as well, because I've seen tons of people count calories you know, and that creates a huge amount of stress and you're not really addressing the problem at its core. And if you really look at it, there's no such thing as, a, you know, food. There's no such thing as a, a caloric food. You know, a, a calorie is a unit of measurement of heat. So that is under the direction of a couple other things like hormones, right? So we got to be looking at things through a different lens you can't just be measuring weight. What I do recommend for 
anybody who's been struggling with with weight loss, number one, throw away the scale. Number two, utilize body measurements. Okay? Body measurements is a way more accurate biometric than the scale because the scale really only tells you the pull of gravity on matter. That, that's pretty much what weight is. So all you're doing is you're measuring the gravitational pull on your body, right? You're not really looking at the intricacies of the issue here. So if you're measuring and using the wrong biometric, you're going to get or you're going to apply the wrong techniques and you're going to get the wrong results that you want. And this is why people struggle with weight is because they look at the scale and they apply different techniques that they've seen on Instagram, that they watch on YouTube videos, or they watch on Dr. Oz or Oprah Winfrey. People still watch Oprah Winfrey, the reruns. And they apply these things utilizing archaic measurements. Okay, so throw away the scale, start use, using measurements. So your body measurements, like your waist, your hip, your uh, thighs, your arms, measure those circumferences. I mean, even if you don't have a measuring tape, just look at your how your clothes fit. See how they fit. That's a better way to, to, to I guess, measure your progress and judge where you're at. So throw away the scale, start using, um, start using body measurements as your biometric. All right, reason number two why you've been struggling with your weight is that you may be actually exercising too much. And you think that by, if I exercise more and I run on a treadmill for 45 minutes, you know, at 24-hour fitness, that I'm going to lose weight. And you know what? You just may do that, but is it lasting? Now, a surprising thing is that these studies have found that the average person, uh, say about 95%, that's what they're saying, is about 95% of the people who lose weight will gain it back within three years. I see this all the time. People take on these weight loss programs. They go on these 90-day challenges. They go to the gym, right? January 1st, you go to the gym. Um, you run like crazy. You work out two hours on the elliptical machine or you do some free weights, whatever. And uh, then, you know, you may have shed some pounds. Um, but then over the long term, you may actually rebound worse. So here's the thing too, is that, a lot of times I see people working out too much and what they're doing is you're increasing your cortisol response and then you're actually not necessarily burning fat for energy, but you're depleting your sugar stores. So your glycogen um, and your blood glucose actually starts dropping and you end up having more sugar cravings and then you eat more. So you're actually doing your body a disservice when you think you're, you're doing a good thing. And then eventually what happens is it affects your psyche because you go back to reason number one, you jump on the scale. You've been working out for two weeks straight, really hard. I mean, you're doing the high intensity interval trainings. You're doing all these things. You jump on the scale, scale hasn't budged or even worse, it increased. And then what happens is this affects your 
emotional state. And then you get all sad and then you turn to your comfort food because you've reached the state of apathy and you tell yourself, heck, I've been doing all this stuff, watching what I'm eating because I'm counting calories, I'm exercising, and the dang scale never budged. So you throw in the towel, you drive over to your favorite restaurant and you indulge in a 4,000 calorie meal, high sugar, increased your cortisol, spiked your insulin levels, put yourself into a coma, and there you go, down the spiral. I've seen this time and time again with a lot of patients. And this is a huge mistake. And then you get on this cycle of, all right, no, I'm going to go do something with my health, you know, after three, four months of feeling sorry for yourself. And you get on the same cycle again. You jump on the scale. Oh my gosh, the scales increased 12, 14 pounds. I got to do something about that. You start counting your calories and then you start measuring your, you know, your weight on the scale. And you're like, okay, I'm 195 pounds. My goal weight is 175 pounds. You go to the gym, you exercise, you may shed some pounds. You may actually gain weight. Who knows? But you reach a state where you start feeling that it's not working. Or maybe you just get tired of this regimen and you maybe get off of it for a little bit. And then you start to gain all the weight back. You guys see this vicious cycle? Maybe you've experienced that. And this is a common thing that patients tell me is, doc, how do I lose weight? And then I ask them, well, why do you want to lose weight? They tell me, well, I want to, I want to feel good. I want to be able to do X, Y, Z. And then I ask them, well, what is your weight hindering you from, you know, from doing? And they say, man, I wish I could just have enough energy to play with my kids or wish wish I had enough uh, flexibility and you know it just hurts my knees uh, to be able to bend down and play with my grandchildren and then we get to the real core issue there which it's not allowing you to live the life that you want to live and I get it I, I understand why people feel this way so people try all these things and they're not getting the results that they want yeah, I don't, I don't blame people for trying those things. That's the whole reason why I do this podcast and I'm all on social media because I want to dispel a lot of the myths, a lot of the myths that have been perpetuated um, through you know, self-proclaimed internet health gurus and uh, television doctors and all this kind of stuff. You know, I, I want to give you guys the, the framework to work around. Because there was a doctor, I forget who said it, um, but they said, you know, in order for us to have success and sustainable success in our health endeavors, such as weight loss, we have to strictly adhere towards biological laws. So if you don't understand the biological laws, or if you don't even know the biological laws, um, you're not going to get the results that you want. You know, and unfortunately... The results that you want is is an improper metric, right? So we're like I says, you're measuring your success by your by what's what the scale's reading. 
Okay, so you got to go back to number one. You got to change that. Don't measure your success by what the scale reads. Um, there are other more, you know, uh, more specific types of biometrics that you can be using. One of them is your measurements. Okay, and then the second reason that we're talking about in this um, in this step is that you've been exercising too much or you've been exercising improperly for where your body's at, right? So if, if you are breaking a biological law that, um, that you're not at that state where you can be exercising at a higher intensity, and this is, a, this is one of the big things, is I see people jump straight into things like intermittent fasting and high-intensity high interval training, which in and of itself are awesome. But if your body cannot handle that, or if your genetics don't allow for that, and you're doing things like a ketogenic diet, which is awesome, but if you know your body can't handle it, you're setting yourself up for failure. So you need to understand what these biological laws are, and you need to adhere to those. So the, the, the biggest um, thing that I can, or the biggest tip I can give you for this issue of exercising too much is to adhere to uh, what, you know, one of my mentors, his name is Dr. Phil Maffetone. He talks about exercising within your target aerobic heart rate. This is very easy to calculate. So basically, you just take 180 minus your age. And then if you haven't been exercising uh, for a while or you may have been sick or something like that, you take 180 minus your age and then you minus between 5 or 10. You know, you can get really more specific with that. But say, you know, you're uh, 40 years old, 180 minus 40 is 140. And then maybe you haven't been exercising. So that would be 130. You'd minus 10. So you'd be at, at 130. And what this gives you is your upper target heart rate. And then you minus 10 from that would give you 120. So what that means is you would want to stay between 120 and 130 beats per minute. So you're going to measure your heart rate. You can do this simply by just taking your pulse for 15 seconds, multiply that by four, or you can get a heart rate monitor. A lot of you guys have like Apple watches that measures your heart rate. So you can take your heart rate calculate what should be your aerobic target heart rate zone and stay within that. Um, you, you'd probably want to stay within your target heart rate between 20 to 30 minutes. So you do a, um, a nice warm up for about five to 10 minutes, stay within your target heart rate zone for 25 to 30 minutes, and then do another cool down for about 10 minutes. This is the easiest way to make sure that you are exercising and not getting into a state where you are doing a disservice to your body. So calculate your target heart rate, 180 minus your age. And then if you haven't been exercising for a while, um, you minus 10. If you have been, you know, your moderate exercise is just minus five off of that. And then that's your top rate. And then you minus 10 from that to get your bottom rate. Okay. All right. The third reason why you've been struggling with weight loss is that you may actually be eating at the wrong times of the day. Okay? A lot of times people get concerned or they, uh, they, they only go back to counting calories and total caloric intake 
And they're neglecting one of the basic biological laws, which has to do with our circadian biology. Right? Uh, go back to the episode where I talked with Dr. Michael Bruce about your chronotype. That has a huge, huge impact upon your biological function. So if we're, if we're working against our natural circadian rhythms, we're not going to get the right biological output. And our body will adapt to that. And the way that it adapts to that is through dis-ease, right? So we need to work with our body, not against our body. And this is the biggest thing that I see with people who may be eating well, may be exercising properly, but they're still not getting to that result that they want, okay? Is that they're eating at the wrong times. Now, a lot of people have you know, talked about, I'm not going to eat past seven. Yeah, well, that's a great thing. But there, there's been a lot of research into our circadian biology and looking at what we call time-restricted eating windows. And this is, this is a form of intermittent fasting, right? But intermittent fasting, in, in my opinion, is a little bit more advanced than where if you're struggling with your weight, where you want to be starting. So a lot of times people jump to, you know, um, high school level without going through the intermediate level. Okay. With a a time restricted eating window, there's two facets to it. You're going to stick to a total amount of a lot of time. So most people should start between 10 to 12 hours. So you would have an eating window of 10 to 12 hours. Then within those 10 to 12 hours, you want to be eating at a consistent time, okay? So you would eat at, say you'd have breakfast at, I don't know, 8 o'clock. Every single day, you should have breakfast at 8 o'clock. And then try to spread it out every 3 to 4 hours. Now, if you have a significant blood sugar handling imbalance, if you have a lot of stress in your life, you may want to shorten that window You may want to eat more frequently, right? But then the whole goal is to get you down to a smaller eating window and less feeding, um, less feeding times throughout the day. So if you're eating four times a day, then you would want to start shrinking that down to three to two, you know, and, and that's, if you look at the research, the research always shows that longevity is is precipitated by caloric restriction and decreasing the the amount of meals that you're taking in through the day. A lot of times I see people, they eat too much throughout the day, even if they're having low amounts of um, caloric intake. Okay. So we want to make sure that we stick within a time restricted window and then we keep our eating times Uh, at the same time every single day. All right, so let me recap what we just talked about. I gave you guys the top three reasons why you've been struggling with weight loss. Um, Number one is you're obsessing about your weight. You're using weight as your your measuring stick and you're, you know, just just accounting for calories, okay? Another thing I want to say about calories, you want to look at 
um, nutrient density in a food rather than caloric density, okay? Look at nutrient density versus caloric density. So number one is you've been assess- obsessing about weight and caloric intake. Number two is that you've been exercising too much. And I taught you guys how to calculate your target heart rate zone. And then number three, you're eating at the wrong times of the day. You want to make sure that you're eating in a specific eating window and you eat at the same times on a daily basis. Now, if you wanted to actually dive deeper into weight loss, right? Um, I have a course called the four pillars of weight loss. And I, I specifically designed this course for the person who's been struggling with their weight. And secretively, this is the the exact blueprint that I use with every single patient that comes into my office that's been struggling with their health overall. Because the whole issue behind not being able to lose the excessive weight is that your metabolic pathways for health are completely off. So what we need to do is repair those. And within the four pillars of weight loss, I I go really deep. I mean, you can ask the students that are in there. I go really deep into repairing all of these different pathways. And I give you a framework to work upon so that you can go from where you are to where you want to be in your overall state of health. And my my slogan has always been for weight loss is um, you need to gain health and weight loss is a side effect of gaining health. You know, so if you want to take a look at um, the four pillars of weight loss, you can actually um, go and watch my webinar at tripleplayperformance.co forward slash four pillars webinar. So tripleplayperformance.co forward slash four pillars webinar, and you'll be able to watch a 45 minute webinar where I I talk to you guys about the three mistakes. Um, It's a little bit more in depth than what we talked about here on this podcast. And you'll be able to see why, you know, when we start looking at caloric intake and all that kind of stuff. So you get a little bit more information on the webinar. And then if you choose to become a student of the course, we dive even deeper into the whole idea about weight loss. Hey, it was great hanging out for these last 20 some odd minutes. Hopefully you got some usable information. I want you guys to start applying these things and tag me on Instagram or tag me on Facebook. Uh, If you're not ready to follow me on Instagram, you can go to instagram.com forward slash triple play doc or facebook.com forward slash triple play doc. Tag me on there and let me know what uh, what's been working for you, what hasn't. And if you need more information, every single Monday, I post a question box on Instagram. And then on Tuesday afternoons, I answer that. So if you got questions about this episode or any other burning health questions, Look me up on there and we can start a dialogue there. So again, this is Dr. Mike from the Triple Play Performance Podcast signing off till next time saying be well and aloha. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave us a five-star review. Connect with me on Instagram at Triple Play Doc. Stay tuned for more episodes. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell the entire world. Till the next episode, be well and aloha.